Welcome to London Living, a solid hope in uncertain times. This is a podcast on the challenges we face as modern Londoners. Today we're going to be hearing from Connie. We asked her to tell us about how she deals with the desire for control and for physical safety. My name's Connie. I moved to London about seven years ago for work originally on the outskirts of London, then moving into the centre about five years ago. For the last few years, I've been part of the church family at Christchurch Mayfair, right in the heart of the city. I love the city. There's so much going on. There's such creativity and diversity. There's so many interesting people to get to know. But also, as someone who's struggled with depression and anxiety, it can be a really isolating city. It's it's the place where I felt most alone and fearful and um, at times it's exacerbated those struggles with my mental health. I think at the moment we feel a particular sense of instability and a lack of control with the political uncertainty at the moment, particularly in the UK and in Europe with Brexit and the rise of extremist leaders with the uncovering of the mistreatment of women across the world that's been highlighted by the Me Too movement. We've seen um, injustices uncovered that have laid dormant and been kept silent for many years. Perhaps that um, raises fear level in people as we're more aware of some of what's going on in our society. We often live under the illusion of being in control and we go about our day-to-day life thinking that we've got it sorted. We've got our calendars, our phones, our watches. We can plan every minute of every day. We can increase our productivity, we can eat healthy food, we can make sure we're exercising. We can keep our relationships in check, but the reality, in fact, is so different. It just takes a loved one to get ill or our firm to be laying people off, to be made redundant, or many other things. And we realise that actually that illusion that we were living, where we were in control of our world, is is fickle. And it is just that, it's an illusion. There was a time when I'd uh, recently first moved to London and there was a lot of change in the move and there were some big life changes coming up as well. And I think I just felt a bit a lack of stability and security and um, my natural tendency in that situation is to think, okay, what are the things that I can do to help myself feel calm, relaxed, in control? Um, and for me, that was making sure I was eating well, making sure I was exercising, making sure I was getting time with friends. Um, all good things, you might think. <laughs> but um, for me, I found that actually as I sought to control those different areas, um, there was a darker side, and I don't think I realised it until I was in too deep. I did the things that you try and do when you're um, trying to be healthy and this kind of thing, so stopped eating cakes, stopped eating desserts. I was eating well and good food. Having time with friends, I was trying to get out more, go running, and... I thought it was going really well and I felt like it was helping me to be more in control of my life and more relaxed about life. But a few months in, 
I was at a friend's um, birthday and they really wanted me to have a bit of their cake and I found myself basically having a meltdown and crying about the fact that I had to eat this cake and I, I didn't want to. And I think it was the first time I realised, oh, I'm not in control of this anymore. Um, and for me, there was really a spiral down from that point to where I got to the point where I was... I had some toast for breakfast with friends and I didn't put butter on it. Someone commented on it and I just was in floods of tears about the fact that I had to put butter on my toast, which is obviously not normal. And this thing which I thought was going to be a place of freedom and control and was going to help me be the best version of Connie that I could be had actually drawn me in and it was controlling me. I didn't really know where to turn. At points it felt really hopeless and like there was no way back and that this was just going to be a part of my life forever. Um, and at my darkest moments I thought, I don't know if there's a way out of this, I don't know if I can keep going. I also felt a lot of shame about that and about, as a Christian, I felt like I should have a handle on things, I should have it together, I should not have this struggle in my life. Um, it was a wrong perception coming from me that Christians had it together and that um, I would be exempt from struggling from this sort of thing. But when I was just under the grip of food, I saw that I'm weak and frail and the control that I thought I had in my life was just an illusion. Um, I saw that I was dependent on the help of others I needed other people to help me recover from an eating disorder. I, yeah, I just saw that I had this human frailty and um, I wrestled with that a lot because I didn't want to be weak, I didn't want to be insecure, I didn't want to need to be dependent on other people, I didn't want other people to see what I thought was my shame and my vulnerability. Um... But actually to know in that moment that there was a, a God who made me, who loves me, who has a plan for my life and is working out that plan was a source of um, huge comfort. Eating disorders are fueled by lies and that was all part of my experience. It wasn't that one day I thought, oh, God's in control. This is great. <laughs> Often I riled at God. I was angry with him. I didn't understand why he was allowing the things that were happening to happen or if God was there, why couldn't he just take away the pain and the difficulty that I was feeling? And I, yeah, there were times when I was really mad at him. <laughs> um, but I think at the end of the day, I knew that God had made me, that he knew me. He knew the frailties that I have in my mind, in my body. He knew that... Um, I couldn't do this on my own and I needed other people and that actually it was good for me to have other people. <laughs> I think having that illusion shattered that I was in control, that I was self-sufficient and could do things on my own and didn't need other people and didn't need God was actually a real, a really good thing. It feels weird to say that because it didn't feel good at the time and often... These things don't just leave you, you know, I still battle today in different ways and it doesn't feel like a good thing still. But um, having to be open, having to be vulnerable, having to 
to draw strength from God and from friends and family um, has just massively enhanced my life and my experience of life day to day, the friendships that I have, the relationships that I have um, are just a million times better than they ever were before when I was trying to control my own life, be self-sufficient, live in this world, live in this world imagining that I had it all together and I had it totally sorted. Thank you for listening to this episode of London Living, a solid hope in uncertain times. This is a podcast produced by Christchurch Mayfair. We've produced this series to provoke discussion about the challenges we face as Londoners in 2019. We're running two evening events on the 22nd and the 23rd of May, where we'll be considering these issues in more depth. Why not speak to the friend who shared this podcast with you or find out more at christchurchmayfair.org forward slash London Living. Our guest today was Connie. Audio was produced by Bertie Styles with special thanks to Sam Lucas, Rachel Shannon and Liz Davies. <laughs>